Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with gathering greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. This child service wrote, and I quote, God knows we have nothing of ourselves. Therefore, in the covenant of grace, he requires no more than he gives, but gives what he requires and accepts what he gives. End of quote. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Jesus Christ, our loving Father and our God, the one whose covenant is to give us a cover and make provision for our needs, including salvation of our soul, we worship you. Thank you for always having us at the utmost part of your preference in making covenants with us. Father, we pray that your mighty power will keep us and our life within the fulfillment of your covenant. Where we are weak, Lord, strengthen us. Let your message today show us how much you love us with your covenant provisions. This will ultimately keep us where we will proudly fulfill your covenant. These are much more we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. Amen. The topic of our message is Living in Covenant with God. Living in covenant with God. Our lead text is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verses 28 to 29. Matthew 26, we read 28 and 29. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of wine, from now until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Brethren, what is a covenant? A covenant is an agreement between parties. In law, it's a clause drawn up by deed. In theology, it's an agreement which brings about a relationship of commitment between God and his people. 
The Jewish faith is based on the biblical covenants made with Abraham, Moses, and David. Covenants are made based on the premise of understanding, especially mutual trust and basic belief. Let's look at some of the examples of some trivial covenants. The social media, for example, present lives as being very good, getting better based on the promoted values and virtues. It presents a situation that it can only get better. The future is painted in a great dreams of fantasy, high expectations. This is what many believe until they find out otherwise, maybe by higher knowledge or experience in life. Whether or not this is realistic is another thing. Even the church presents the image of rosy life in Christ. The converts are told once they believe in Christ, their problems are over. Yes, whereas in John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. This is the covenant that Jesus will honor any day. The process of becoming an overcomer is what the believer must understand and submit to. Even many preachers will cajole new converts with what is rosy, but maybe unrealistic promises. Fairy stories are told of how good God is all the time. Believers are not told accepting Christ is accepting his life and death and resurrection. They are not told how we must suffer hatred by men for our love for Christ. The end result of endurance is the story that is told to the world without talking of the possible persecution in the course of discipleship. Of course, these are false presentations and the promises may not come out as presented. This makes a mockery of any covenant. Can we do an evaluation of how the report of these covenants come out? Yes, believe me, sometimes we have a zero performance result. This is because the premise is based on falsehood and unrealistic beliefs and agreements. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Never base your life expectation or agreement on the philosophy of life, but on the sound doctrine and knowledge of God. This is the only way you will stand and be protected always. Now, let's examine the covenant and you. The covenant and you. Covenant is about the Bible as a whole. The covenant of God is consistent. When the laws are obeyed, it will be well with you. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verses 11 to 16 says, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and again than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Wow! I'm sure many will invest all they have if they are guaranteed length of days, riches and honor. But these are available in the understanding and the wisdom of God. I pray that from now we will all find understanding and the wisdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let's look at covenant as cause and effect. Cause and effect. From the definition of covenant as agreement, we know it takes two to honor their side of the agreement before the mutual benefits are derived. For example, God loves us, but he wants us to obey him to bless us. Obedience, love and fear of God is key to unlock our blessings. I pray that the love that will enable us to receive from God, he will grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 2 and 3, the Bible says, And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but I have no love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have no love, it profits me nothing. I pray our lives will not amount to nothing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But do you love yourself? Do you love your neighbor? And do you love your God? Now, what is the new covenant? What is the new covenant? In the letters that we read, God, in his love and mercy, gave us a covenant of grace to be his heir apparent of his kingdom. In the Last Supper, he demonstrated the sharing of his flesh and blood as a covenant of our communion, which is established here on earth and it will be repeated when we see him in glory. We are to prepare ourselves to receive this communion with a clean hand and a clean heart. What God has done is to grant us a rare privilege of swapping himself with us once we accept and confess his death and resurrection. His blood cleanses us and makes us qualify 
to share in his blood and flesh. This covenant commits us to remain holy and unblemished till we see him in glory. This will grant us access to his everlasting kingdom. Hallelujah. Are you a person of honor and integrity? Can God that knows all things rely on your confession? Are your words your bound? Inherent in Christianity is a covenant and bond to serve God in love and His holiness. Not just giving money as commercial investment, but our heart as a sacrifice and total submission. Our responsibility from baptism as submission of ourselves to repentance and living a life that glorifies God alone. Jesus Christ, who is the mediator of the new covenant, says, Have faith in me with stretched hands. Are we ready to accept him? Are we ready to walk in his new covenant from now on and say bye-bye to sin? Bye-bye to devil and his deceit. Are you ready? This is what defines who you are with God. He is the best you can be in life, being in good standing with God and the Holy Spirit. Our relationship with God and one another can only be perfected within the covenant of His purity. Once this is straightened, you can go and start rejoicing. King Solomon in the book of Proverbs Chapter 4, verses 20 to 22 says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and hurt to all their flesh. May we receive best of treasure, an abundance of His grace in the new year and beyond, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Start a new unblemished covenant work with God today. Nobody ever tries successfully with this new life and covenant that ever regrets it. The power to carry on, God will grant us all, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The first phase of the new covenant is to remain a dedicated disciple here on earth, such that he will reveal himself totally to us. The second phase of the new covenant is being taken home to reign with him in glory. Jesus retreated this in the book of John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, saying, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That's where I am, there you may be also. We can also see that the essence of God's covenant is to guide man's way to benefit in the provisions of God. 
strictly for our benefit, which we give God and the host of heaven joy. Is your heart troubled? Keep your peace and be sure our Lord Jesus will keep his own side of the covenant. Jesus repeatedly gave verdict on his own side of the covenant. In Mark chapter 16, verse 16, Jesus said unequivocally that he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. God will still remain God in his great kingdom, even if some people choose condemnation instead of salvation. I pray that the power to believe and follow him to the end in this privileged covenant of grace, he will grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to appreciate you and your interest in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Kindly help share this message with others as your own part of the evangelism. You can also listen to the message on podcast streaming, codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. And the day of vengeance of a dying judgment to comfort all those who mourn, to console all inside to give beauty for ashes, praise garment for depression, they will be called righteousness, Christ will be keeping God, we honor and adore your name. We appreciate your covenant, which is to redeem our soul from condemnation into eternal life. Father, we pray that your enabling spirit will help our weak heart. You will strengthen us against every bait by Satan to disobey you. We will not be like a stray dog that never listens to the hunter's whistle. Our place in your kingdom will not be empty. We will make it, Lord. Thank you as you assist us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.